0: Hello, sweet parents. Welcome to the When Our Adult Children Walk Away podcast. My name is Dr. Janet Steinkamp, and during each episode of When Our Adult Children Walk Away, I will provide my professional and personal insights, information and opportunities for your self-reflection and growth, tips and tricks to make every day count, and encouragement to keep moving forward. I'm here to help you dig deep and get down to the root causes so that you can find your way out of the darkness to a positive and lasting relationship. Grab your notebook and a pen, settle into your favorite chair, and let's get to it. In this episode, we are going to dig deeper into the sixth stage in the estrangement grief cycle, maintenance, and this stage is very different. This stage is full of action. This stage is um, kind of the culmination, if you will, of the other five stages. So let's start with that. The first five stages are disbelief, anger, despair, acceptance, transformation, and maintenance. We've talked about not wanting to get stuck in any of these uh, previous five stages. The disbelief, anger, and despair are where we cycle. Often, um, if people are going to get stuck in their grief, it's going to be in one of these three Uh, first three stages Um, and that is because they they are um, very interconnected and we flash between them in part to defend ourselves against the reality of our situation the pain and the fear are so great that we really need some um, mental uh, commercials if you will and so uh, when we first struggle through the disbelief and start to begin to understand our situation, we're angry and we flail back against it. And then we lose hope and we get sad and and sometimes depressed and oftentimes stuck in these first three stages. When we can move into acceptance, oftentimes it's a decision, a conscious decision. I've had enough of this. I'm going to move into a different spot so that I can begin rebuilding my life in this new reality. And then we move into transformation and that's where we do a lot of the introspection, a lot of the self-growth. We're really frank and honest with ourselves. We're brave and we're bold and we look at what we brought to our estrangement and we begin to be able to hold our children accountable for what they brought to the estrangement, not that we're going to judge or hold it against them. In fact, we really need to be forgiving them and ourselves. And then when we've reached that point that we really feel good about ourselves, we feel strong, we really begin to feel ready to step back out into the world as ourselves in our new reality, Maintenance is all about maintaining behavior across multiple situations. So all of the things that we learned and all of the growth that took place during transformation needs to be maintained across multiple situations so we're not caught off guard, so that we are consistent in our reaction, in our listening and application of our patience, and um, compassion and empathy, we begin to integrate back into life. We start going out with friends again. We uh, maybe have people in for dinner again. We might um, redecorate the living room. Who knows what and how we begin to integrate, but we start stepping back out into the world and letting them see the new us. And we are ready for the people who don't like us in our new selves. And, and that's a real thing. There will be people who want us to stay as we were. Because if we change, it implies that they may have to change. And then they have to decide if they don't like the new us, do they want to continue in a relationship? And we now are okay with that. We don't want to push people away. I'm not suggesting that we overwhelm people or um, become too big or our heads get too big. or um, We really need to um, start to integrate in our most authentic self. I spoke with a woman recently who was just coming out of, it sounds like a pretty messy divorce. And in the process of that divorce, her daughters aligned with her husband. And there was a lot of poisoning in the relationship and the girls were um, kind of um, weaponized, if you will. And the woman, in order to survive, had come to a point where she really was bragging about her new position in life, her new um, perspective on life. She was dressed differently. Her hair was different. She was talking about dating and being out in the dating scene. None of that is inappropriate. As I listened to her talk, I really wondered what it was going to take for her to be able to move out of this safe spot that she had created for herself, this new alter reality that really wasn't authentic. It really wasn't a reflection of the work that needed to be done in order for those daughters to see her in her best self. Now that's a lot, it's, it's a lot, it's complicated. I think she probably saw herself as having accomplished the transformation. However, when she started to maintain, it fell apart. So that's where we have to really be honest with ourselves And, you know, in the work world, we call it the plan, do, check, act. Um, The cycle, it's kind of a a performance improvement cycle in the work world. Anyways, but it's the same kind of concept. We want to grow and, and plan and start action. And then we want to check in. Is it working? Are we accomplishing what we want to accomplish? In these early stages of maintenance, we begin to develop coping strategies we begin to come up with a plan so if we relapse into being judgmental into giving advice into um, not listening well not reflecting back if we relapse into um, kind of that overbearing over involved over invested position or what Whatever the situation is for you, that those words really reflect my own experience. So fill the blanks with what you are experiencing. If we relapse into those old behaviors, then we need to write ourselves again, work in that transformation, go back to the work we did, and then come back to the maintenance phase. In this maintenance stage, we often, often, often Here people talk about how fragile life feels, how we're walking on eggshells. There's a great book out on the market uh, about estrangement, and it is called Walking on Eggshells. Uh, Look that up. Watch for a book club. We'll try to um, put a book club together for that this winter. Uh, So this walking on eggshells experience, and you hear people say, will this last forever? Will I forever feel like I am walking on eggshells? I can't stand it. It's almost worse than the estrangement was. I constantly feel like everything's going to fall apart again. What we hear from people who have gone before us and from the research is that, yes, there will most often be some element of walking on eggshells. It dissipates, we get stronger, we get more confident, the trust in our relationship grows, the trust in ourselves grows. We begin to feel more confident and more comfortable in our new, um, our new best selves. So the work. Let's talk about the work that we do here because I, I spoke about this being an action-filled stage. So we, in the action is that we begin to goal set, we begin to plan, and strategize. How do we want to find hope in our lives again? Oftentimes, we begin to goal set. We uh, use some tools to create some action plans. And we use decisional balance sheets to look at whether an action or a change uh, has enough benefits to pursue the change versus the costs. What is it going to cost us? If we're going to change in ways that put our other relationships at risk, our other key relationships, we want to think about that. How much are we willing to change and how do we find the middle of the pendulum swing from where we started to a more extreme sense of ourselves to a center? How do we find that balance? We talked about coping skills in this stage. So one of the things that I would recommend doing is listing the activities or skills that you enjoy that get your mind off of the estrangement. Give yourself that mental vacation. It can feel after the, at the end of the vacation, after we come back, like, whoa, wait, all those emotions were just sitting there waiting for us. It can feel very overwhelming. Um, the distraction can feel like, um, kind of like a... Um, like an escape and in some ways we need that escape in other ways we want to make sure we're not creating an escape route so we don't deal with reality we want to look at our social support who are three people who you know you can talk to and understand what you're doing in your life understand that you are creating a life for yourself that might not include your adult child we all get one life one life And we are responsible for making that life the life we want. If our adult child decides not to continue a relationship with us, or during the time that they are away, how do we find hope again? How do we find our way back to hope, right? A breakup with someone, which is essentially what an estrangement is, our adult children are breaking up with us, It seems that they go on with their lives and don't even miss us. And yet, that's not what our adult children tell us. What the adult children say in the research is that they do miss us. Their preference would be to have their family, their parents. That is consistent across the research. What they say is that the cost of having that was too great they were feeling hopeless they were grieving what was possible they were fighting for autonomy and respect and until we can figure out how to give them those things they can't be near us now again i'm not talking about estrangement as a result of abuse significant mental health or substance issues i'm talking about estrangement Our adult children aren't feeling respected. They're not feeling heard. A change in gender, a change in religion, a change in political uh, um, beliefs. It can be all of the different values and beliefs mixed into our adult children trying to find their own space. And because of that, we now are trying to figure out how to be in that space with them, how to be safe for them so they don't have to walk away. So in this breakup, we lose hope. We lose our sense of security and hope. It's jarring and traumatic. It's scary. We feel helpless. And as we feel all those feelings and move through this cycle of grief and come to the place of maintenance, we can start now planning and putting into action our goals to find hope again, joy again, and a sense of self-respect, self-love, and self-acceptance. This is a point where I hear parents say, I'm just done. I have to stop trying. I've written many amends letters. I've texted. I've called. They're not responding. It just keeps getting worse. I'm done. I quit. What's interesting is that when parents stop and they decide that's enough, I'm not going to try anymore, often that's when our adult children reach back out. They need us to stop. They need us to pull back. Where we feel it's a failure, they see it as a success. As we start to get our feet on the ground and feel a little more secure in our new selves, we may start planning and goal setting and strategizing on how to reconnect How to create a situation, an opportunity, and how to move slowly and consistently and respectfully in a way that our adult children know the door is open and we are here when they're ready. And in the meantime, we're going to go reach our career goals. We're going to go join a book club or or whatever it is you want to do that gives you joy. We're going to do that. And they're welcome to come back. They're welcome to join us. We're not dependent on them any longer. In this maintenance stage, we are ready to communicate to the world, we are not only a mother, only a father. We are not an estranged mother or an estranged father. We are a person who has goals in life. Yes, there are some some wounds and some very sorrowful aspects of our life. And we're more than that that does not consume us anymore. Now we've talked a lot about some actions. We've talked about goal setting. Uh, we've talked about coping um, plans and strategies. We've talked about planning and strategizing for reconnection. We offer opportunities at when our adult children walk away to come together and work on these kinds of action plans, these strategic plans with your fellow moms and dads, with us with people who have walked this path, are walking this path. And I would encourage you to continue listening to podcasts, read the blogs, sign up for a book club. We'd love to have you come talk with us so we can work through those first three stages and get into the acceptance and transformation and maintenance. That's where we're going to get action. Do your work in the first three. Let us know if we can help you with that and then jump into these activities with us. I'm so happy you made it to the end of this episode today. If you're feeling a bit more hopeful and like what you've heard here, please share this podcast with someone who you know is also struggling as a parent in their relationship with their adult child or other family member, and who could use some hope, help, and healing. If you have a second, I'd love it if you'd leave me a thumbs up, click on the word follow, and head on over to the When Our Adult Children Walk Away website. So until next time, my friends, be brave, be kind to yourselves and stay hopeful.